Well, guys, here we are. It's Monday morning. We are here. It's Wednesday morning when they watch it. We uh, say that. Well, they might be watching it six Wednesday years from now. Yeah. Or whenever they're watching it. Two days <laughs> late, or they could be watching it in 2050. <laughs> That's right. Somebody what think a year someone's going to come back and watch this then. You know what? No. I think I'd like to go back and watch all those old episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I think to get past this week, that's the expiration date on this. <laughs> Especially if we keep up this foolishness the that's whole right. time. Like Good it. to see you guys. You too. Good weekend. Greg preached this weekend, did a fantastic job in yep. uh, part two of uh, Keeping Watch. I, I got it. I actually Nailed had to it. struggle a little bit to grab that, but Keeping Watch. Uh, Good uh, part two to this series. Thought you did a fantastic job Thank you. talking to us. I think the overriding theme was just God being faithful. God being faithful to his promises, being faithful to be who he is yeah. in all kinds of situations. Yeah. So, you know, we had uh, set out uh, to kind of look at the shepherds through yep. uh, through this journey for the for our Christmas season. And, man, as I, as I hunkered down just into verses 10 through 14 there, the angel speaking to the shepherds, it was... Uh, you know, just kind of reading through it over and over and over again. It's just like, man, just God keeps showing up as showing that He is faithful um, to to His promises that He had, you know, given thousands of years earlier. And so, uh, man, it was um, it was really cool to kind of see that come to light. And then uh, there was some different dynamics that were able to pop out of it. And then, man, I think it's uh, I think it's easy to pass over that idea that God is faithful when we're in the middle of struggles or the middle of storms. Uh, that, uh, man. Uh, I, in my head, I know that God is faithful, but sometimes it's really hard to believe that and hold on to that promise when we're in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. You mentioned, and I thought it was so good, that, that what the guys were afraid of, you know, you mentioned how God's faithful to help us deal with our fears, face our fears and deal with them. And you mentioned how what they were afraid of at that moment was actually coming from God himself. Yep. Uh, well... Not to not to spoil the surprise or anything like that, but it's actually something that you helped me to see as we were kind of talking talking through it as well. Uh, in case you don't know, uh, when <laughs> during sermon prep, I, I like to talk a little bit about it with some different people to kind of uh, make sure that we're going in a good direction or kind of get a little bit of feedback on it. And it's actually one of the things that you helped point out to me. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, I, I figured as <laughs> much, but. <laughs> That's such a good just, point. Just seeing if you would. That was see, the best part you of your gonna... message, brother. I'm telling you. I saw you. you give a lot of head nods no, during like, that part right there. That was that loud amen I heard. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. But you think about it. Uh, you know, we don't, uh, you know, it's not something that, you know, as followers of Christ, we want to really proclaim a lot. But, man, uh, when, we, uh, when we step back and we say, all right, you know, I'm going to live my life for Jesus and I'm, whatever he says to do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do. Man, there's some there's some nerve-wracking moments in that. There are some scary moments as a part of that where it's like, wait a minute, you're asking me to do what? You want me to have that conversation? You want me to give that amount right there? Uh, I don't I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't know that I'm going to be able to take care of myself in the midst of it. And so this really is this big stretch of faith. Uh, um, and it can be a little bit scary, a um, little bit uh, nerve-wracking, have some anxiety that will step into those areas. So can we ask a little more about the uh, restaurant <laughs> You're there. Can you tell us any details that you didn't tell the the crowd? Uh, I was that will attract a lot of people to this podcast <laughs> if we start telling secrets. The, the secrets that we didn't tell. I I mean I'll be honest with you. I was pretty transparent in the in the middle of the story. Uh, I did. It was one of those moments where it was really clear to me that mm -hmm. that that of what I was supposed to do. How did you know that for for the listeners? How how did you 
How does that actually happen to you that you're there? I heard this big audible voice saying that happens to you. <laughs> Give <laughs> your money. No, no. no. How, how does that actually work for you? So I was hearing I was hearing this woman's story. I mean, I, it just it, there really was a genuine connection that took place right there uh, between between us and, and the waitress. And the whole time I'm starting to feel like, man, you know, it's one of those moments. Where I mean. I, I hope somebody comes along and blesses her. I, I hope somebody comes comes out there, <laughs> you know. And I'm thinking that, and then of course I have these these words that are ringing through my ear at the same time. It's like you know you can't just say God bless you without being the one uh, you know that God wants to use to bless her in that. And so it's it's in this moment. I didn't. It, it was not an audible voice at all, but it really was this nudging in my heart. Hey, you got it, give it, and. And I'm, and I'm not kidding when I'm, when I'm telling you that I have this internal argument going on with God that I, no, I'm not doing this. No, this, this is not fitting in this month's budget. <laughs> it, 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 and it didn't. Um, and, and, I, and I kid you not, it, 100% honesty, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm not wanting to do this and I'm struggling with how we're going to do this. And, and, I, and, I, and I don't know what would happen, but Danielle really does lean over to me and she says, get it. Yeah, get get it. So she just did. You talk to her no, about? No, she didn't. We didn't. She and I did not have a conversation so about what, it. So you didn't even talk about it. You're having this internal battle. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she says, "What?" She she says, "Give it." She says, "Give it all." And uh, and I mean, it's, it's it's almost as if like she knew exactly what was going on in my mind. And I don't. And, and she and I didn't really have any further conversation about it either. Because I mean, I just kind of knew at that moment in time, man, God was using her to speak to me to kind of get through my hard headedness and my hard heartedness about giving this money. And, 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 and I don't want to paint the picture like I had $1,000 in my wallet or something like that because I'm not carrying around that kind of cash. So just heads up on that. But, I mean, it was a decent amount of money that was in my, that was in my wallet that I had plans for. And, man, I, I, I put it in there. Uh, I put the cash down and gave it to her and uh, kind of made sure she got, uh, you know, I actually gave it to her. I didn't leave it on the table. I, I, I gave it to her. Um, and didn't and, and she didn't indicate that she knew what it was or anything like that. And I didn't do it for that reason, um, but I did do it with a very bad attitude. It was kind of uh, I I didn't want to do it. Um, I I was genuinely worried about man. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to dip into accounts that I don't really want to dip in to be able to help pay for the rest of this stuff for the month uh, to be able to pay for this bill that we had coming up. Um, and. And we were prepared. I was prepared to do that, but that's not the plans that I have. You know, we got Christmas coming up around the corner, and trying to make sure we got plans for that. Um, we had this big Christmas offering that was coming up, and you know, I had had plans for that. And so all that, all these, all these things that I had plans for were running through my mind. Now you tell me you didn't skimp on the Christmas. I did offering, not skimp. Did well, no, because I told you about what. <laughs> no, I did not skimp on the Christmas offering because of that. But I mean, all of those thoughts are running through my mind about these are the plans that I've got. This is the mm -hmm. way that this whole thing is being played out. And if I do this, that I'm not counting on, I'm not planning on doing this, but if I do this, it's, the money's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and it did. It came from a place that I did not anticipate. Um, I didn't expect the financial blessing that we got, and I certainly didn't expect it to go above and beyond what, what I had given. But it really was this moment for me of, and I'm sure I'll have many more in the future as well, but it really was this moment for me of, you do not have to be afraid of the opportunities that I put in front of you. Mm -hmm. Um, I've missed a few of those. I really have. There was one that I was in the grocery store, and this family had a whole bunch of groceries. It was it was going to be a lot. And I really thought, pay for their groceries, pay for the groceries. And I'll be honest with you, it wasn't the money that stopped me. It wasn't. It was the awkwardness 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of saying, I want to pay for that. Yeah. I just was fearful mm -hmm. of just engaging someone I didn't know and doing something and the attention of it all. But I just had this feeling and I disobeyed. I just missed it completely. Mm. And they missed a blessing. And and I, I still think about that. I don't live in shame over that. Right. I think you and I and all of us here have missed opportunities. Oh, absolutely. Um, more than once. But uh, what a blessing it is when you say yes. And I got to be honest with you too. I, I, I cannot honestly say that I still would have done it had God not used Danielle in that moment to, Certainly. to speak yeah. as well. I, I really, I, in, in full transparency, I don't know what I would have done in that moment, but it was just as clear in that moment for me that, okay, I don't, I don't have a choice. It's, I've, I've got to do this because then I'm going to have my wife and God that I'm still with me. Um, but I don't, I don't know. But I mean, God used her to speak to me in that moment. It's like, okay, yeah, we're, we got to do this. And man, God, God shows up in those moments. I'll tell you something that's never failed with uh, my wife and I is that whenever we pray about what we're supposed to give, we always land on the same number. Wow. Hmm. And it happens so often that I was starting to think, are we faking this or making this happen? So, so this year for Christmas offering, I just said, babe, um, let's write down on a piece of paper what we're supposed to give. Yeah. You know? And so uh, we both did, and there it was. There it was. Wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. That's really awesome. I love that. And it's really cool. You, you know, you talk about God being faithful, mm -hmm. but really it's also cool to see how when, like in these moments, when you're faithful, God shows up on the other end of it and says, here's, here's more of the blessing. Here's mm -hmm. more of that faithfulness I've been, I've been waiting to pour out, you know, and then looking at even your next point, God's always faithful to keep his promises. Right. Um, and how, I love how you brought out the idea that it's not, it's not usually the way that you think it's going to happen. It wasn't your plans at all in that moment. It was, it was something completely different. He was planning to use somebody else to bless you, yeah. but it was almost like he was waiting on you to bless that person. You know, I think oftentimes we get this idea of what our, you know, our faith journey is going to be like, and, uh, and sometimes we just buy into this really big deceit that once we give our lives to Christ that everything gets smooth mm -hmm. and everything gets easy, and and everything is just everything is just fine. But uh, man, that uh, relationship with Jesus doesn't prevent hardships. It doesn't prevent tough times. Uh, it kind of ensures it. <laughs> uh, you you know, believe <laughs> that it does? You should read the New Testament. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that would help you with that illusion. But see, yeah. I think in the midst of that too, we kind of get this idea that okay, um, God's going to be faithful. God's going to come through, and then we get this you know picture in our mind that it's going to come through exactly the way that I expect and exactly when. I expect it's going to happen. And man, that is just so far from it. Um, it is this idea that, hey, God's going to be faithful, but he's going to do it in his timing and he's going to do it his way. And at the end of the day, that's going to be what's best anyways. Um, but sometimes that connection point there of God's best and our desire and our want, there's a big gap between the two. That's good. Very interesting to me, too, in this story, and you brought this out a bit, is how they're out there in complete darkness, mm -hmm. you know? And all of a sudden, this incredible light, and you talked about how corresponding to the, our day, it may be somebody with the bright lights yeah. in our eyes. That's the only thing I could picture in my mind yeah, to kind of right, get, to kind of get right. some kind of connection point. How did those guys, I'm just amazed, how these guys who'd never seen anything like that recovered from it? Yeah. Well, you know, to, to go on to that, it's 
this is a time period too that you know that scholars scholars Bible scholars refer to as you know the 400 years of silence. You know, it had been 400 years since the prophets had heard a a new word from God, and so in their in their lifetime and in the history of you know their parents and grandparents. Nobody had heard or seen anything new from God, and so they're coming into this moment. They get this. They get this. They get this visitation from an angel right there. So yeah, let's not. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit fearful, a little bit terrifying, and, and awestruck moment as well. Um, you know, you know, you'll kind of see, and you know, as the kind of the Christmas story plays out about what their next move and their next steps are. But man, it's just this uh, awestruck moment that I believe would have caused me to be terrified as well and caused me potentially to go running for the hills. I'm glad you mentioned that because you do have, a, a, uh, for our listeners, a 400-year kind of intertestamental yep. period between the last word of the Old Testament and the opening of the New, you know. And so if you think about that, that's a whole lot of generations there that didn't have a clear word from God, at least right. none that we have recorded. Right. It's like it wasn't commonplace for this to happen, and then all of a sudden... The greatest news of ever appears not in a church, nope. not in a synagogue, not in a temple, not even to a religious person, right. to these guys. And somehow they were able to absorb it and act on it. It amazes me. The fact that they, <laughs> I, I, you know, the fact that they believe what is being, what's happening right there in front of them, um, man, that is, it, it was obviously life changing. And, mm world-changing, yeah. and it was this good news that would bring great joy to all people. Oh, and I love how you drew that out, too, like how you talked about your birth announcement, <laughs> hopes coming, you put it on there, and you're like, that brought so much joy to, like, you know, 10 people. Exactly. <laughs> but he's got this, uh, like, just the thought of that, like the joy that I remember having in that right. moment. He's got that for everybody across the planet. Like, that's a pretty powerful plan. It is, and I mean, I think it just kind of helps to, you know, nail home the importance of this amazing birth announcement that was coming to this group of guys that probably we wouldn't have chosen to be the uh, people to hear this announcement. Nobody would have chosen them. No. Can I jump back to one thing, back okay. to the giving <laughs> part of this conversation? Um, for the folks listening to us today, how do you get past that arguing with yourself stage? Do you think the next time this happens, you will be faster and argue less with yourself? How do you get past that when you're when you feel compelled towards something and you, you feel like God's doing it, but you're a bit scared? That's very common. Yeah, I I would like to think that uh, I'd be a little quicker on the trigger to be able to say, okay, yeah, I feel compelled to do this. Let's just go ahead and do that. Um, I also know that I'm a little bit hard headed and don't always learn as quickly as I want to. But I think this is one of those, for me personally, this is one of those moments for me is a hook in my life that I get the chance to look back on and say, man, I felt God's nudging. I was reluctant to do it, but I did it. And God was faithful. And, I, and look, I have absolutely no idea what that meant for her. I just know what it meant for me um, to see God you know, show that he's faithful. So. Um, I would say this, and, and, and I've said this before, and as you can see, I don't always walk it out or live it out, but I don't know that there is ever, ever a time where you feel led to give that you shouldn't give. Yeah. 
You know, if you're if you're feeling led to give, then that's probably God nudging you. <laughs> I don't know that the I don't know that we ever sit there and say, well, the enemy's nudging me to give right now, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, that's that's probably not what's happening there. If you're feeling led to give, then you should. And uh, you know, I don't think you can ever go wrong giving, being generous. You ever see the debate? People will ramp this up occasionally on social media. Should you tip this person? Should you tip that person? Should you tip the other? And, and you see the legalism come out yes. and the rules come out yep. of, well, really, they make this and you shouldn't give them this and right. you shouldn't tip this one or that one or the other. You know, if you get a chance to bless somebody, do it. Yep. If you can do it and get an opportunity, bless them. Had a guy come up to me at a gas station. We were traveling back uh, this weekend from a meeting and uh, I'm pumping gas and a guy comes up and he gives me uh, a story and it really sounded like a story because we hear these things over and over again, you know, uh, somebody's sick and I'm trying to get back somewhere. Right. And that's a, that's a common story of people uh, who, who give you a line. I yep. mean, and that's just real. It's not to be unkind, but that happens. Mm -hmm. Now there are genuine people who are broke down, but I could tell this guy was shooting me a line. I bought him gas. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I got in the car and Alexa's like, are you sure about that? I said, and she's a giver. She's not. She said, should we give him? I'm not sure about that guy. And I said, I think he was conning me, but I'm keeping my heart clean. Yeah. So I bought him gas, that tank of gas. And I didn't, he didn't need a full tank. I mean, I think it was like 15 bucks to a full tank. But uh, my heart felt good about it when I left. I, I'd, rather be, I'd rather be conned out of something than shut up my heart. Right. And I wasn't conned. I gave it freely. I think I've, I've heard you say on a number of times, you can't go wrong being generous. You really can't. So, I mean, if I can, if I can remember that mm -hmm. and I can put that into perspective and apply that to my life, um, I think that, I think just for me, man, that is a, that's an open doorway for God to continue to be able to speak into my life. I thought this too, when you were saying, uh, and, and I understand this debate, you had the money. Yeah. You just didn't want to switch it out of an account or right. something. It didn't fit your budget because yeah. you know how much, for instance, if you're wise, you save something. you got a future, yeah. you got kids, you do too. You save something, right? So it didn't fit the budget this month. But you had another account where there was some money. Perhaps this server had no other account. Yeah. And perhaps she's living on the ragged edge and didn't have anything to buy her kids a Christmas gift. And some kid will get a Christmas gift or they'll have food that may not have had it otherwise because you were faithful. Yeah. You really sometimes just need to tie it into those stories and and just thank God you could be a part of it. You right. know, we we just uh, had the Christmas offering and if any of the listeners don't know, you know, we announced yesterday uh, we, we gave to uh, A21. We're giving it to A21 to benefit uh, the fight against human trafficking around the world here in North Carolina and around the world. And we're able to give, uh, so far it's $278,000. Now, as soon as we finish here, I'm going to go upstairs and hear what's come in since then. Have you heard already? I've heard a little bit. Yep. Oh, what have you heard? I have. Tell me, they oh. can see me react. <laughs> so, uh, no, this is still not everything that that's come in, but what I heard was, is that through the weekend online, we saw another 15 grand uh, come in, come into <laughs> play. Incredible. So, so now it's, uh, 280 mm -hmm. yeah, 293 now. So I, awesome. I told I told some friends last night, I said, uh, you know, I was talking about this and I said, if, uh, 
if we go home to be with Jesus or he comes back to get us now, we can know as a church we made a huge impact mm -hmm. in our world just this weekend. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that does something in my heart that money can't buy. Mm -hmm. You could not give me $300,000 and it do for me what that does, mm -hmm. the joy of knowing we as a church gave. So, awesome. And it's a great message. You Thanks, really sir. touched our hearts, and I heard a lot of good comments. Thank you. Thanks to everybody who's uh, watching and uh, being with us uh, through this series. Come on, join us live if you had not had the opportunity. If you live somewhere away, we're always here, and I hear everywhere I go people who watch and listen online. If you're in North Carolina, we would love to meet you. We'd love to shake your hand here in Western North Carolina, so come see us. Thanks again. Merry Christmas.